listening to Storm and Sky, and I am your host, Desiree. Thanks for tuning in. We're talking about play today. I wanted to expand on that a little bit, and it was inspired by two things. One, it was a doozy of a day today, y'all. It all caught up with me. It just, it just, this, our circumstances just became so freaking real, and the emotions really hit, and I would say in, mostly in particular, the anxiety and the worry and the stress of balancing everything. I mean, as if I hadn't ha- already had so many plates spinning at one time, it feels like all the plates are spinning. And so I did the exact opposite of what I wanted to do, and I went outside and played with my kids instead of reverting into work or into my shell and staying inside. I made a very conscious decision to go outside. I got to feel the sun on my skin, which was amazing. And I got to feel the wind blow through my hair when I was scooting on this scooter that was way too small for me. Uh, But to laugh with my kids was really, really awesome. Today is also inspired by a comment made by a friend of mine on my Instagram page. And she basically talks about her parents were working and so she doesn't recall playing with them. And if they weren't working, uh, mom was in the kitchen cooking because she had four kids to feed. And now as a parent and actually a stay-at-home mom... You know, there's a lot to do around the house and, you know, there's a a sense of feeling of being exhausted, you know, during the day or at the end of the day. Um, And, and was really honest and said, you know, sometimes I feel like I don't know how to play. And so that was really cool to think about. It's like, oh, I hadn't really thought about that. You know, just that sense of comfort that people must not or must feel when it comes to playing with their children or other children. And so it made me think about my own values around play. And some of them include making time for it, whether it's structured or unstructured, independent or collective play. And I also like to make time and I believe in I like to call it daydreaming time. I try to stay away from the word boredom. But just time to just be without having to feel like you need to be engaged in something. We have sort of a mix of materials here at our home, both open-ended and recycled, um, all the way to prescriptive. You know, um, my daughter really loves Polly Pockets. And my son is really into video games right now. I also think about how my values around play were also informed by my own play as a child. So as a child, I grew up with my brother and my cousins. And I mean, we rode our bikes until the sun went down. And our family also, and we still do actually, we also went camping a lot as 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 a family 
And so I have an affinity for and a bias towards being outside. The other thing that I remember as a child is doing a lot of imaginary play, a lot of make-believe. And it's probably because I grew up in the era of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And I don't know if you all remember the show, but it's today's special. I think it was about a mouse. And the reason why I was obsessed with this show is because she just had like little tiny miniature belongings. Of course, because she was a mouse. Um, but it, it's still to this day, miniature things like doll houses are, are, are my jam. And I was reflecting with my brother the other day about my dad mostly functioning as a single dad because my mom used to work two to three jobs, y'all. And so we, I don't, we rarely, maybe never played with my dad. And I think about it now and it's probably because he was freaking exhausted. And it makes so much sense now, especially now that I'm a parent and an adult. The one thing I will say is art activities are not in my comfort zone. I just, I don't know why. I, I find my creativity, I think, is, is really stifled. I think because when I was growing up, we used to follow these like step-by-step directions that you could find. I think they were encyclopedias back then. But we, me and my cousins and my brother, we would look through this encyclopedia and choose a craft that we would do. And so it was very prescriptive. And so I think my creativity, again, was stifled because of that. So just a few tips to think, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the sort of major age ranges, but ways in which you could, you yourself could get comfortable with play if, if you're already not. Um, and this comes from being an educator. I learned how to be comfortable with, with play. And so if you have an infant and or a toddler at home, one of the things that I love to do is to sit on the periphery and to just watch what happens, especially if they are mobile. It's really cool to see if they sort of make their way towards you or if they even catch that you're there because they are just so in the zone. When I think about young preschool children and preschool children, so we're thinking two and a half to say three and a half, four. Um, I do very similar things. I'll kind of sit on the periphery a little bit. I don't typically like to interject unless I'm invited into the play. But I often like to share what I'm noticing. Oh, I noticed that you are, you might be cooking something. I try not to make assumptions too. Um, and so sharing what you're seeing is often a way to kind of enter play. Um, then you might see that you might be invited into the play after that. School-age children, I, ha I use more pointed questions, such as, tell me more about that. What made you choose that? Um, and what would happen if you fill in the blank? And my kiddos, because they're both school-age, they really love pretend play and role-playing. One of the things they love to do is to pretend that they're cooking. Um, and one of our favorite, in my own memory, one of, one of our, my favorite uh, play sequences, I, I guess you could say, or play memories, 
is when we had just moved into our place and we set up a restaurant and I was playing the role of the really annoying and needy um, customer. And it was just funny watching my daughter and son just like scramble around as the restaurant staff trying to meet my needs. And well, we got some really good chuckles, but um, I used to be really, really shy. But as I've gotten older, I found my voice more. And so now playing those roles in our play now um, is sort of second nature. But of course, it took time. Uh, when I think about play, our children often find themselves in the state of flow. I took a recreation class in undergrad and it talked about the state of flow, which you could totally Google, by the way. But it essentially means that you are immersed, you're focused, you are at like 100% enjoyment and you're super involved. And it, it's just basically a different way of seeing like you're in the zone um, and so our kids can oftentimes find themselves there when they are playing, which is really awesome. And I guess that's, that's, that's it. Not that that's it, but um, let's start there. I think that's a really great way to kind of get you a little bit more comfortable with, with engaging in play with your, with your kiddos or the kiddos in your lives. Two final thoughts that just came to me. One, as I thought more about play, play can also mean or also means that it is a, it, it's basically interaction and connecting with your children and with your family members, listening, talking, you know, putting away the electronic devices and just connecting. And, uh, just want to encourage you all to do that if you aren't already and to when when life is normal or it's a pre shelter in place I typically get off of work and then I pick up my kiddos from my in-laws and then we are usually home by 6 or 6 30 p.m and we typically aim for an 8 p.m bedtime and so pre-shelter in place I did not we did not have any barely any time to play and I remember it being sometimes hard for my kids because that's just what they wanted to do when they got home and so if I was approached to, pl to play while I was cooking dinner um, and this may happen to you, may have already happened to you, may happen to you often now but typically the way that I would respond is um, you know, mama's getting dinner ready for our family you know, we're, you know, eating's really important and I'm really looking forward to it and so I can't play right now but I can play for five minutes when I'm done cooking the chicken and just before we have dinner. Or I can't play right now, but I can play for 10 minutes after you take your shower. And so I'm not even going to pretend that I had hours and oodles of time to play. Um, and so I just wanted to share that, that final thought with you all.
I'll talk to you soon.